Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. I still remember the night that I was willing to ask myself, what would cause my then husband at the time to do the things he'd done in our marriage? And it had been multiple years with multiple affairs. So this had spanned over probably about a 10-year period before I found the courage to free myself of that. And it was after I had asked him to move out. I, I don't remember if it was before or after I had asked him to file for divorce. But I remember trying to put myself in his shoes. And I started to ask, okay, what would I have to be thinking What would I have to be feeling? Maybe what things would have had to have happened to me to get me to behave in the ways that he had been behaving. And when I did that, when I was willing to do that and actually try to get to that place, it nearly broke me. The ideas that came to my head the thoughts I had about what could have happened to him in his life that would have led him on this path were so heavy for me to carry. But the other thing that happened when I was willing to do this was it took everything off of me because we can get so me-focused on this infidelity journey? Like, what did I do wrong? Why do I deserve this? Why does this have to happen to me? And instead of making it about myself, it helped me to make it about him and be like, wow, what if that happened to him in his childhood? What if he experienced that? What if he thinks and feels this way? What if he's living so inauthentically to who he is because he's afraid to be authentic? What if he's worried about judgment in who he really wants to be if he shows up that way? And I remember that night vividly remember that night. I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed because I was willing to, for one second, try to maybe feel some pain that he had been feeling. And it did not justify the actions. It did not make them okay. It did not make me want to immediately go to him and say, you know what? I forgive you. I'm so sorry. If any of the thoughts that I've had are true, then you've been through a lot. No, none of that happened. 
but it gave me some empathy and compassion to have towards him. And I really do think that after I was willing to do that, the way I showed up for him changed. I started to see him as a deeply hurting man. And we know that hurting people hurt people. And I started to realize this was never about me. I just happened to be the recipient of the pain that came from his infidelity. It could have been anybody. It would have been anybody else. It probably will continue to be anybody else in his life unless he heals his traumas. But the whole path to healing on this journey is to take it, take the pain off of us, take it away from us, remove ourselves from it. I teach this concept to my coaching clients uh, about getting curious. And I ask them all the time, did you by chance get curious about what maybe why they said that? Did you by chance ask yourself why they would have acted that way? Because when we're willing to get curious about other people's actions and behaviors, it takes the emotions that we are having off of us and it puts them on them. And it allows us to just show up in a more authentic way to not show up from our false self, which is in fear and worry and pain and disappointment and bitterness and anger and rage. And it allows us to show up a little bit more from our authentic self of peace, joy, compassion, empathy, grace, forgiveness, understanding. Does that mean we're condoning the behavior? No. Does that mean we're saying the behavior was okay? No. But we're taking the pain off of ourselves. And that's the whole point. So I want you to be willing to get curious about everything, about his actions, about his behaviors, about his words, about his motives, about his text messages, about his choices in other women, about his parenting abilities, about the way he handles or mishandles the finances. Just be willing to get curious about all of it. And the best way to do that is to start to ask yourself questions. And some of the questions that I love to ask myself are questions like, what would he have to be thinking to whatever? What would he have to be feeling to fill in the blank? I wonder why he dot, dot, dot. We know, and I teach my coaching clients this, and I'll teach it to you, that what we think creates emotions, and those emotions cause us to take actions, and those actions create the results in our life. So we think 
we feel, we act, we create. And so when we can break that down and look at those parts and take their actions and move backwards from their actions, okay, so this is what they did or this is what they said, this is how they're behaving, and go back and think to the emotions, okay, what emotions, what feelings would they have to be having to be feeling to take action from that place? Is it insecurity? Is it self-conscious? Is it scared? Is it unhappy? Is it trauma? And then we can kind of think about what would be the things, what would be the circumstances in their life that would cause them to have those feelings? What could have happened to them that might cause them to believe that they are unworthy of love? What in their life could cause them to feel so insecure? And you just have to be willing to, to, to get curious. You have to be willing to step outside the pain. Like we talked about in last week's episode, you have to be willing to just let go of the pain so that you can get curious about their pain. Because when you do, you start to understand. It all started to make sense to me. Like, oh my gosh. No wonder he acted that way. No wonder he did that. And then my heart just hurt for him. And instead of my heart aching for myself and my woes and my and my disappointment and my pain, my heart started to ache for him. And we share children. And the best gift we can give our children is a healthy version of ourselves. So then I started to pray for him to find healing. For him to become the healthiest version of himself. But I wasn't praying for that for myself. I was praying for that for my children. Because I knew I could heal from this. I didn't know if my children would heal from a divorce. I hoped they could, but I really didn't know how this would affect them. I don't, I don't, I still don't know. I may go to my grave without fully knowing how much their mom and dad divorcing affected them. I'm named after St. Monica, and she's the patron saint of wayward children and basically cheating husbands. And I'm like, thank you, mom, for that. And I believe in the power of prayer. And I knew that if I prayed hard enough and I prayed long enough, a conversion in his life could and would take place. I'm not so sure if that conversion has happened yet. So I'll keep praying. But they say where your energy goes, grows. So where you put your focus and energy will grow. 
It's the same thing with like people who struggle with anxiety. I've been talking with a family member about this a lot lately. And, you know, like if a doctor tells you one little thing and you are a very anxious person, you're going to think and stew on that one little thing until it becomes such a bigger thing. Well, it's the same thing with our healing journey. And if I was able to just focus on something else besides my pain, then my pain diminished a little bit. And every time it diminished, I healed my broken heart just a little bit more. So for a long time, I put a lot of focus and a lot of energy into just praying him healthy. And there were some people who thought I was crazy. Why would you want that for him? Why would you want him to be healthy? Why would you want his next marriage to be successful and great and for him to love her in the ways he didn't love you? Well, because my my children benefited from that, first of all. And there's no detriment to our society when people get emotionally healthy. My time with him was over. And I got to a place in the midst of this where I realized I didn't want that time back. I didn't want him back. He couldn't offer me what I needed and wanted out of life. He didn't have the ability to give me the kind of love that I had figured out that I wanted and I deserved. So I could wish ill upon him. I could wish so much karma on him. But for what? Who does that make me? You know, I was kind of lucky in this journey because I just innately knew from the very beginning who I wanted to be in this and who I didn't want to be. It was like this concept of my authentic self. It was, it was a concept I knew and understood deep in my soul without being able to articulate the concept. I've done enough work now that I can articulate the concept and I teach it to my clients. And I think it is the most powerful tool that we can create in our lives. The ability to return to the authentic self in the quickest way possible. If you can master that concept, your life will be amazing. It will be filled with so much freaking joy. But part of the ability to do that is to be willing to put ourselves in others' shoes. It's to be willing to set down our pain and heartbreak to focus on something else. It's to be willing to drop the anger and the rage and the disappointment. So if you haven't done this yet, And I don't care if you're going to work this out or a divorce is the next step for you. It doesn't matter. This can all be part of your healing. Because if you, even if you are choosing to reconcile the relationship, if you can put yourself in their shoes and ask the question, why would they do this? Why would they behave this way? I bet you're going to show up for them in compassion. And when you show up for them in compassion, they show up for you 
in ways that you want them to. So be willing to get really, really curious about the affair, the affairs, the infidelity, whatever it was that happened in your relationship and uh, with the cheating partner. Ask yourself those questions. Why would they do this? What would they be thinking? What would they have to be feeling? What maybe has happened in their life that would cause them to do this? Why would they be willing to break up their family over this? And just see what your answers are, because I bet, I bet intuitively you have some answers. And when you're willing to let yourself just sit in those answers and think about them, it will be the undoing of you. And then you get to show up in compassion and grace and empathy. Listen, who doesn't love a woman who shows up in compassion and empathy and grace? Don't let this become about him. Let this be the thing that makes you into the woman that you want to be. What does she have written on her tombstone? She was so angry after that affair. She she hated him forever. You can have that on your tombstone. I didn't want that. I want my tombstone to say joy exuded out of her. But in order for somebody to say that about me, I have to show up and do the work. I have to be willing to get curious about everything in my life. I have to be willing to get curious about him. I have to be willing to get curious about me. I have to be willing to get curious about every other relationship in my life. I have to be willing to look at where I did wrong in all of this. How often did I show up in my false self in my marriage that maybe caused him to show up in his false self? So ask the questions, get really, really curious, and then I want you to just sit with it. Just sit with the answers that you get. And see how it moves you. Because if you're willing willing to get really honest, it will move you in ways you never imagined. And your healing journey will be moved farther along. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.